And I meant it as a Schneider fan, but really now coming to think, I yelled it at both of them. The guy in the Schneider jersey damn near has a heart attack running to the next light, which I'm now sitting at, and yelling and telling me to roll down the fucking window. You mama loop, motherfucker! Sorry. <laughs> Tell him to call on the show. Give him the number. Stupid, give him the number. Man. Dude, give him the number to call in. No. No. I already drove past this moron. Right? So now, he yells, he's yelling at me. So I roll down the window. Now, he automatically thinks that I'm a Flyers fan. The back of my vehicle that I'm driving has a 4x4 Golden Knights logo. The back of my car is illuminated. (laughs) I have a Golden Knights fucking license plate holder. I have Golden Knights seats, like fucking headrest covers. Like you can't even uh... remotely think that I'm a fucking Flyers fan. What? <laughs> oh god, I can't even respond to this. This is like the funniest day ever. I mean, it, it can't get right, any so better. He I, at me. So you, like, and you heard this, like you heard my part of it before the show started. He yells at me, "How's Carter Hart doing?" And I said to him, "All three of your goalies suck." The guy you're wearing sucks. The three guys you play suck. Your entire team sucks. And then he goes, well, fuck the Flyers. I was like, asshole, my goaltenders are the best two in the league, stat-wise. My team is in the head lead for the fucking President's Trophy which we all know means they're not going to win the Stanley Cup because nobody wins the President's Trophy and the Stanley Cup in the same year. It doesn't matter, short season or nothing. It's just the way it fucking goes. But But the last one was the Rangers, right? You were wearing a... What's that? I think the last one was the Rangers, I think. I don't think 94 Rangers. I don't... Did they win the President's Trophy in 94? I, I want to say that they were the top seed, man. I don't think they did. Uh, I, I'll, I'll look it they up. They may have been the top seed, but I think the top seed in the West, I think the top, whoever the top seed in the West was, was the President's Trophy winner. I, I, I could be wrong, but I could be wrong. I don't know. And if it is the Rangers, it's 28 fucking seasons. But for a Devils fan to talk shit about any other fucking team is re- stupid. I have to go back and take out Mama Luke, motherfucker, don't I? Give him the number to show. Tell him to call in. I would love to speak so, to this okay. guy. Okay. Dude, he's not even like anywhere near me. I'm already on. I'm on the parkway. Turn around. But here's my thing. If you're a New Jersey Devils fan, I really should turn off like the lane departure warning because I probably will hear that much. Ninety-four. Do you have any the right to say were, anything? Were you should be like. 
94 they did win. Okay. All right, so it was since 94. Did the, the Red Wings win in 95 or 96? No, the Devils won in 95, and Colorado won in 96. Dallas Stars, 98, yeah, 99. I can pro- tell you Stanley Cup winner from, 90, from, like, Dallas Stars won in 99, yes. So, yeah, I can so give they, you the Stanley they, Cup they winners the going back to, like, 89. Wow, the Stars were that good in 98, 99? Oh, yeah, but they scored the – they won the Stanley Cup on, you know, a no goal. But whatever. All right, so. Yeah. All right, Angel. I go back to my question. If you're a Devils fan, shouldn't you have to be Chip Benway right now from Animal House? Yeah. On all fours with Niedermeyer with a paddle yelling, thank you, sir, sir, may I have another? Because you suck. Your team sucks. Like, you're not even good. Your organization has no way to figure out what the fuck's going on. Like, you just have none. Like, you have no direction, and I have no interest in talking about the Devils. But because of that, moron, this is what we lead with. As the Devils, and we haven't done a show since, like, I don't know, the trade deadline, so it's been a while, so I finally get to lose my shit. You know, having COVID will do that to you. Them trading Palmieri and those games where they looked like they were public skating against the Rangers should have told anybody with a hockey IQ, oh, fuck, we named the wrong guy captain. Because nobody in that room respects the captain. Philly, who was supposed to be a world burner this year, all based off of three games in the bubble last year, where Carter Hart stood on his head and three teams are like, "Eh, we're just kind of getting ready for the next, you know, two months. Um, yeah. Tell me again how great the Flyers are. Oh, they're wonderful. Tell me again how great Carter is. He was next coming up Patrick Waugh. Okay, the Oscar winner. Yeah, no. Here's the thing. Like, when you really start going back and you start looking at goaltenders in this league, there's not many kids that are among the best in the game. Like, honestly, think about it. Vasilevsky, okay, he's kind of young, but he's not. Flowers, not. Leonard's not. Tuka's not. Um, Bennington's in NHL games played is, but Bing, Bennington's like, what, 28? Damn it. The drink I wanted, the guy that almost killed me on 78, is now on the floor. Right? So, <laughs> like, young goaltenders in the NHL are not, like, Carter Hart had a great three games in the bubble. 
But after that, like, the, the, and that was the thing with the Flyers. Like, AD got them up for three games. They've done nothing this year. They've been awful. Alright, so where do you want to start? I mean, you want to start with the draft? I don't want to get or, or you want to go off, off the parkway. Now, we could, let's say the draft. Um, only because everybody's doing draft stuff. Alright, you know what? Well, let's do okay. it now. Get it out of the way because it's, I don't really have to think about it. Well, you know, we can either start with the draft or we can start on <clears throat> what I was I texted you the other day, the group, and nobody kind of responded. But I believe... Angel, here's the thing. Yeah. On the switchboard, I think number three on the sound bites is something that we play when, you know, like George getting upset. So basically think about it this way. If you would have to play that, don't talk about it until I'm off of the parkway right now. George is getting upset! Yeah. So basically, if you think you're going to have to play that with a topic, wait until I'm on Route 9. <laughs> well, I was going to talk about uh, Gettleman. Is that going to get you upset? Okay, so when you sent that thing about Gettleman, okay, so when you sent that thing about Gettleman, I read it. And I really wanted to give it thought before I answered it. And then the next thing I know is um, my honeydew list started, and I forgot about it. And then I said, well, I'm going to do a show with you anyway this week so we can talk about it. I have been saying for months that Gettleman is not getting the recognition he deserves because the New York media does not like him. I agree. You know, every, you like, know everything you listen to this is how, is, and, and, is and, Gettleman sucks. And everybody in New um, York has an agenda. Right. And, you well, know, it's and, like, and, and let's go, and let's go back. Why do, why do people not like Dave Gettleman? He didn't make the draft choice that they wanted in 2018. Right. He didn't make the draft choice they wanted in 2019. He didn't make the hire of coach that they wanted in 2020. So when it comes down to it, the New York media is entitled as its spoiled bitch fans. This is why I don't like any team in this area. Mainly because the fans and the fan are so goddamn spoiled, so motherfucking entitled. They think this is the 70s, the 50s, the 60s, when the Yankees have to win every year, and every player who ever comes up for a contract that's great has to play in a New York team. No, they don't, and they're not going to, and they haven't. Why? Because the fans suck there's no loyalty here. The fan sucks. 
because they have the same fucking people, they never get rid of anybody. If Francesca tomorrow said he wanted to come back, all you'd hear is, Mike's on, he's ready to go on the fan, New York Sports Radio, Mike's on, Mike's on, that's all you'd hear. Craig Carney does 24 months in jail. Fuck it, we need him back. Who gives a shit that we're pushing Joe out? <coughs> Boomer's been here forever. Summers has been there. Summers fucking was like the guy who started, who like painted the fucking signs. New York <laughs> fans, just, they don't get it. Nothing ever changes here. Brian Hoke has been the Yankees beat writer for MLB.com for 12 years. Are you fucking kidding me? Mark Feinstein left the Daily News. Where did he go? MLB.com. What did he write about the fucking Yankees? They don't fucking <laughs> change. No, they don't. At least Mitch McMahon gives Pat McAfee a shot. I mean, it's fucking retarded. It's ludicrous. The only reason why yeah, Manish Manish got fired is because he was an asshole. He the yeah, news. big time. But, you know, like, I keep hearing all these people that, that, that you know, they really bash government. And I sit there, I'm like, okay, so, first off, his signings, with the exception of Jonathan Stewart, have worked out big time, especially the last couple of years. You and know, he's made the Jonathan right Stewart signings was, free agents. Was that, that was a guy. Well, let's not forget, bringing in Jonathan Stewart was bringing in a guy that you knew. Right. If Belichick did it, he'd be a fucking genius. Like, you know Jonathan Stewart. Like, is it our fault that Saquon can't stay on the field? Is it Gettleman's fault that Saquon can't stay on the field? No. And let's, 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 Saquon let's be was a guy in college who never got hurt. Because they were trying to win that first year. And to be honest with you, even more, where yeah. while everybody was calling for the quarterback to be taken, which happened to be Sam Darnold, which I think he still has a shot to be a good quarterback. However, we see how his career went. Look at that, look at that draft. Who in that, who in that draft do you wish that they drafted? First off, Lamar Jackson was projected to be a second-round pick, not a number-two pick overall. Lamar um, Jackson, no. wait, let's go this way. Lamar Jackson is getting that because he's in a spot where they don't play by anybody else's rules. They play by their own rules. They've been in a division with two shit football teams. Right, but but let's not you know, let's not overlook the fact that he was not one of the top rated quarterbacks of that draft. So he wasn't gonna go number one overall. He was he never was, gonna you know, be you're right. He was a borderline first round. So he pick. wasn't one. You know why? Because he's a running back. No, he's a right. running back. No, I totally agree with that. But but see, like if you look at that draft class, Holy shit, you first off, you had you, you gotta see what who. 
Yeah, you, know, you had no. Remember how I said it was moron night on the fucking parkway? Yeah. Hold on, Angel. Hold on. Sorry. Remember how I said it's moron night on the parkway? Uh huh. Remember the guy I said was the moron that made me say it's moron night? Yes. He he wasn't door bumper clear. No. Nope. Nope. I needed a spotter to get me through this fucking accident. Oh, boy. Yep. It was him? Yep. He got that accent? Yep. How bad is his car? Karma. You deserve it, you fuck. Okay, moving on. So, you know, yeah, Baker, but, you were never getting because Baker was number one. Sam didn't have a great season. <laughs> Sam's last year at USC wasn't great. That's why Sam right. fell down the board. If Sam had a, if Sam had a great year at USC, Sam was number one. But he did. Right, right. so everybody in New York. Everybody Saquon in New York Barkley said, you know, that they should have taken uh, Arnold. And I don't think so. I I always wanted Barkley. You're the Giants? No, I'm saying I always wanted Barkley. The media and everybody was like, the you should have drafted Darnold. Because New York wants the sexy quarterback. And then they get him on the Jets and they destroy him. They buried a poor kid. Sam could not have fought him. They would have... <coughs> The New York media would have buried Elijah Manning faster than they did if the Giants had drafted Sam Darnold. See, this is a point where everybody wants the media to do – everybody in the media wants the GM to do something. Why? Because in New York, and you see this with more than one team, Right, you see this with two teams actually. The Giants and the Yankees. It's never the owner's fault, it's always somebody else's fault. John Mara, as much as they think Steve Tish is an idiot, they both said Eli gets to call his shot. Eli gets to say when it's time. I called the shot, and Eli said when it was time. So you're bringing Sam Darnold so that the first day of training camp, you're sitting there going, ooh, ah, look at this young 21-year-old kid. Look at the arm. Look at this, 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 and the other. Fuck it. Eli's got to go to the bench. Eli didn't deserve that. No, he didn't. You were still in win-now mode. You were too close to the playoffs. And since the days of Ahmad Bradshaw, you've been looking for a running back. Yeah. Yeah, like I totally since was on board with Barkley. Since the days of Jacobs and Bradshaw, you were looking for a running back. Yeah, even Tiki, man. The Giants you know. in my lifetime. The Giants in my lifetime goes back to 1982. In my lifetime, 
have made two no-brainer first-round picks in 39 years. They've made. I'm sorry, three no-brainer first-round picks. LT. Do you want to guess who those three no-brainer first-round picks have been? LT, Saquon, and I would say Eli. Eli didn't technically draft who? Eli. Who was the first one? L- LT. Who was the first one? Lawrence. In my lifetime. Yeah. Well, LT was, it was 40 years ago. You said from 82. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I wasn't born yet. I wasn't born yet. Well, you said 40. You said since 82. In my lifetime, they've made. All right. Sorry. I was born in, I was born in June of 82. But in my lifetime, they've made three no-brainer first-round picks. Philip Rivers and then swapping it for Eli Manning was one. Saquon was two. Jeremy Shockey was the third. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah. Those are the three. Maybe George Etsy Armstead into that. But I don't remember if he was the first round picker. They've made three no brainer first round picks. I went to the draft every year from 2003 to 2009, or not left. And I remember some of those years when the Giants drafted going, who? What the fuck are you doing? What are we doing here? And those were the Arnie Accords. So Ernie Corsi gets a lot of credit. Ernie Corsi didn't put a good football team together. But he didn't have great first-round picks. Man, did he hit it out of the park in the second and third round. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that's where your team is made. O.C. Yeah, you, you, you're, you get your stud in the first, you get your team in the second or fifth. And you just pray that you're, you know, you draft in the sixth round or seventh round, turns out to be two of the greatest players to ever play for your franchise. Exactly. But you know, like even you look but, at the, the but next Gettleman, year. After, to me has done a tremendous job. You know, even taking the 2019 when he drafted Daniel Jones, every single person, if you remember watching that draft was saying Haskins, Haskins, Haskins. And when they said Daniel Jones, they're like, what? And then Haskins is already out of the league, even though I know because he's signed. Why? With, you, know, they do. you know, and then after and then after they drafted Daniel Jones, then they traded for DeAndre Baker. And everybody said what a home run pick that was. Even though the guy turned out to be a criminal. But everybody's, oh, what a great job there. And then, you know, it's funny, like, listening oh, to listen to people right now, they're like, oh, you know, he's, he's done bad on the draft. You know, he, he missed, you know, he traded for a felon. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you not remember this night? Everybody was cheering for this, for this move. 
What they got a great corner with great value at the end of the first round. And then it's like Christ Almighty. Yeah, like, and what did he, he do really... last year? He got a... and what did he do last year? He went on the fuck he found a guy who was cut right before the season started and I don't see anybody saying Logan Ryan was a terrible fucking signing. No. No. Right? Like I said, you look at look at the free agents that he picked up. Logan Ryan. Bradbury, Martinez, oh. um, who else was it? You know, like he had to sign Solder. You know, we can all say that that was kind of a bust because he was signed to a massive deal, but he had to. He had to overpay for the left tackle Solder was because signed. Jerry okay, Jerry, so. Jerry Reese, Jerry oh, Reese left some trash. So he had to overspend to fix the line. He had to, to give Nate Solder all that money. But see, but here's... It, only way he was going to come here. You know, so... That... If you want oh, to talk no, about no, the no, Kind of is missed, but I... But you know, here's the thing with Solder, again, though. To, to, uh-huh. I'm a Solder fan. The thing with Solder the last is... Year, two years, he's been a Solder looked... Well, all right, so fortunately for me, I've watched every game of Nate Solder's career. Hello. Excuse me. Hello. Hey, Lou. Hello. This is this is Jim Haig calling in to say hello to my friend George and tell him the work I, I welcome him back to the uh, to the wonderful world of internet radio and uh, you were sorely missed Jimmy thank you sir hey Jimmy how good of a job do you think Dave Gettleman's done um wow I, I, the best way to describe what Gettleman is to me is that um, he's a guy who's playing um, at the at the craps table. He's playing a little baccarat. So he rolls the dice, and sometimes the dice come up uh, come up seven. And um, he got I think he got lucky big time with the with the Beckham trade. Um, I didn't think it was going to turn out to be as good as it did. I certainly didn't think that that when it, it, back then that uh, Julius Peppers was a an everyday. No, that's not his first name. What the hell is his name? First name. Oh. Anyway, I didn't think Peppers. Peppers, Peppers you should know it. You've been covering it since high school. I know it's since high school, and I just drew a blank. Um, I didn't think he was an every down player. I thought he was more of a returner. Um, and, uh, you know, like a punt and kick returner. And he was basically a linebacker in a safety body. And I didn't think he was going to be able to handle being an every down player. And I was way wrong with that. He is a, he is a great defensive player and him alone, uh, for Beckham would have turned out to be a great trade, but they also got the draft pick and Thomas is Thomas, and you know, like you know, you can't. Oh no, no, no! Wait a minute! They didn't get Thomas for. They got Vernon. For Beckham. They got. They Oli- got. Uh, they got uh, Vernon. Olivier they got Vernon. Who? 
No, Olivier Vernon was a free agent. No. They traded him, and they got uh, and they got Zeitler, Zeitler for the for Olivier, Zeitler. Olivier Vernon. They got. Right. I'm trying to think who they drafted um, in the four uh, with the 21 uh, picks that they Dexter got from Lawrence. Cleveland. Who was that? Dexter, Dexter Lawrence. Lawrence. That's who. Yeah. So it was Lawrence and Peppers for Beckham, and that turned basically turned out to be a really good trade. So he so he gets a benefit there. Um, he still has the dice in his hands for Daniel Jones because the critics are still out. I don't know whether or not you can judge uh, Gettleman on but, Daniel Jones. You know, I personally didn't because... like the idea of him taking him six because you probably could have gotten uh, Jones at 15 where they sat with their other pick, but they, you know, they took Jones at six. They could have had I, – I personally liked Ed Oliver, the guy who's now with – with uh, Buffalo, the defensive lineman, I thought they could have taken Oliver and sat and waited because there was nobody else that was going to take a quarterback other than Washington, and Washington wanted uh, Haskins. So I I think they could have, like, sat and waited. But, no, Gettleman was sold on the fact that Jones was a franchise quarterback. They drafted Jones six, and the jury, in my eyes, is still out. I I mean, he's he's shown moments of brilliance, and then there are times you you scratch your head and say – what in the world is he doing? So, um, and then there are the, the trades that he's made in the free agent signing. Okay, the the Leonard Williams trade was a steal, and I, you know, the Jets got fleeced in that trade, no question. And now, um, you know, the Giants have to pay Leonard Williams, and deservedly so. The guy is, uh, he's one of the best defensive already. He's one of the best defensive linemen the Giants ever had. And I think he's a better player than JPP was for the Giants. I really do. I think Leonard Williams is a great player. Um, they signed uh, Blake Martinez as a free agent. That was a brilliant move. Um, so, so he, I, I mean, to sum it all up, what would I do with Gettleman? Like I said, I think he, he's still rolling the dice, and if he keeps rolling the dice and, and uh, Thursday night with the 11 pick, and if it plays out, the way some people say, if he passes on Devontae Smith at, at, at number 11, he should have his head uh, examined. But uh, uh, I think uh, I think that that's uh, uh, it's, Gettleman's tenure with the Giants will be judged with what he does with the 11 pick on Thursday night. Does that sum it up for you? There's a part of me that thinks he trades at 11. There's a part of me that thinks he trades at 11 pick. I don't think he does. He doesn't have a history of going down. I, I, I can see exactly. That. He has he has no history of doing that. I don't think. He, I think he's. I think they have uh, a player in mind, uh, what they want to take at eleven, and I think it's either Waddle or it's Smith. But if they pass on Smith, wow, just wow. Well, you know, I know. I don't know. Some picks, I mean, some, some drafts are looking at a couple of the top tackles dropping out, like Slater. And, you know, maybe he goes there. Because remember, he's a big Hog Molly fan. So it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he goes after um, a tackle here. Um, I, I think that's more of a pressing need than the wide receiver, especially since you got Galladay, Shepard, um, Slayton. you got weapons. Um, you got Barkley coming oh, back. Never... So, Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith is a once-in-a-lifetime type player. He is 
The only thing he has against him is that he weighs 170 pounds. But in terms right. of his ability, it's scary how good he is. And in my mind, he's the best receiver uh, in, the, in a draft since Jerry Rice. That's how good Devontae Smith is. And, Jer- and Devontae Smith is better than what Odell Beckham was. And I loved Odell Beckham when they made that pick. So I don't see them taking a tackle, um, although they have a pressing need to still upgrade their offensive line. Um, but I think if Devontae Smith is on the, on the board and you can take that player there, You've got to jump on it because he is a, like I said, a once in a lifetime player. He is, he is that good. And the only thing is, in the mind of, the, you know, the great uh, uh, prognosticators in the NFL, the only thing that, that, that Devontae Smith doesn't have is size because he's 170 pounds. But in terms of ability, it's the best I've ever, the best I've seen at the position since Jerry Rice. What if they did this? What if they, you know, like Smith's off the board, Waddle's off the board, you go tackle, or you go like Micah Parsons, right? June yeah, 2nd, no, if, if, Well, I don't think if you, if, you, if you start to project the draft, I don't see anybody um, other than Cincinnati, and they're in love with Lamar Chase. Good luck. Um, but uh, I don't see anybody else taking – I mean, five quarterbacks are going to go before the Giants pick. So, I mean, you know, all you have to do is do the math. You know that uh, Pitts is going to be one of the people taken. You know that the tackle from um, from Oregon is going to be one of the players taken. So you got to figure, all right, well, who's going to be there? And I'm telling you that if he passes on Devontae Smith at 11, he should have his head examined because that is a player and a half. I mean, if not a player and a half, he's a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Once-in-a-lifetime talent. So, I, you know, it, it depends on how it plays out. If, if, if both Smith and Waddle are gone by the time the Giants pick at 11, then maybe he does the trade-down route. Because, um, you know, there are other tackles the, the that can be taken in the second or third round. But... I, I don't. I don't. He has no history of doing such. You know, the trade down only really works if there's a quarterback available. You know, like if there's a quarterback still there, I think then a trade down happens. A quarterback? I don't. Yeah, somebody would have to drop. Yeah, like somebody would have to drop. Yeah, somebody has to drop to eleven. Quarterback. I don't think they even come close. They, you know. He's all well, no, in no, 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 on no, Daniel no. Jones. Not, I mean, if they draft a the quarterback, it's insane. That's not what I'm all saying. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's, no, that's Jimmy. If the quarterback drops to 11, there's a quarterback at 11, that's when they trade. And the England wants that quarterback. Well, then, then I would trade that. If that's the case, if, if one of those quarterbacks drops and they're still available, like, say, um, Lance drops all the way down to 11. I would hold that pick then ransom to somebody for, like, New England, especially New England because they're going to be desperate. Um, I would hold that pick for ransom. But, I'm, you know, like I said, I would, t- I would make the pick 
and take Devontae Smith and if he's available and say thank you very much, NFL. I've now just got myself a, a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Because well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I do if, like. If 10 comes What's that? Yeah, I, I do if like 10 comes in, the if, idea. If, 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 you can't both talk at the same time. It's going to drive me crazy. Yeah. Go ahead, um, if 10 comes in and Devontae Smith's still there at 11, right? Like 10 comes in and it's Pitts or it's whoever. If they're not sprinting in Cleveland in a headwind to the thing, they'd be like, here's our trap fucking door. Then you're retarded. You're right. You're 100% right. But. If, like you said, like Lance is still there and somebody who wants a quarterback that's after them, you hold them, you hold hostage. Exactly. I agree with you because there. Because that, that's what it's going to be. Because I, and I don't, see, I don't see Smith getting past Miami. Yeah. I really don't. I, 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 can, I just see Miami picking him because now they can go all in with Tua. Tua's got his guy. All right, let's go. Yeah, and I think Miami is still in the division. Where the top... I think Chase is going in Cincinnati. I like Smith in Miami, so I don't see them. I think Waddle possibly being there at eleven, and you know, could could I see them drafting a, a wide receiver like that? You know, yeah, and then we can move on from Shepard next year because Shepard, he's always hurt. So if we can move on from him field. next year, sure. and then you're going into, let's say, 2022 with Galladay, Waddle, and Slayton, that's a nice set for Daniel Jones to work with. Yeah, I agree. I, no. I agree. But I, like, I, like I said, I, I, I think I love Devontae Smith. Just absolutely love him. And if the Giants have a chance to draft that young man, Go get it. Go get it. Uh, I think the only chance that they're going to have is they tr- is if they trade off. If they trade, I, well, the only, I, don't, I don't see them trading up. I don't, I don't see them right, up. but I'm just saying that's the only way I can see that happening. If that's the only way I see that happening. Getting Devontae Smith, you you don't see uh, yeah. Devontae Smith has a has a chance of dropping to eleven. I don't think so. No. Okay. You know, I don't see him getting past Miami at six. Okay. If Pitts, I'll tell you what, if Pitts is still on the board at at uh, at six, you know that's where the Dolphins are going. Oh, that's enough. We hope they are. Well, I personally don't like Tua. I'm not a big Tua fan at all. Like, and I don't like. I don't like. But they're all in on Tua. Yeah, they're well, you know, I don't think you can give up on the know. first round Jimmy, I'll tell you right now. in one year. Go. What's that, Angel? You know, I don't think you can give up on a first round pick in one year. You know, I Tua had flashes last year. The one thing I don't like what Miami did with Tua, you know, they went with him after the bye. Great. If you're going to commit to the kid, commit to the kid. But then they, they kind of yo-yoed him with Fitzmagic a little bit in a couple of those games. Like, I would rather have said, listen, let the kid learn, 
let the kid grow. Just like what the Giants did with Manning. Like, once they pulled Warner and put Manning in, they didn't play the yo-yo game. They made him get in there and take the licks against the Minnesota and all that stuff. Learn. Take the hit. But by pulling him, you're pulling the confidence in the kid. At least I think so. I, I'd rather have him okay. get his head beat in. You know, learn, learn to, but, you know, learn how, in, how, the how case, it in the case of in the case of Miami last year, I don't think in their wildest dreams they thought they had a chance of making the playoffs. I mean, I think that when the right. season began, I don't think they had a chance. They thought they had a chance to make the playoffs. All of a sudden, you're, you're in week 11, and you look at your team and you say, "Oh my God, we're there. We're close." So I think that you know they 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 looked at their team and said, "Who was who gave us a better chance to win?" Right now, and who gave them a better chance to win was Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick gave them a better chance to win than than Tua did. You know? Is Tua the future? Yeah, yeah I think he has to be. But I don't like him. I don't like him. But you know, what, you know, Jimmy. Yeah, the funny thing is, like, if this is yeah, what if, if this is what you thought, if this is what you thought, and this is what uh, Flores thought, then you never should have made the move. After the, because they had the be, the good record at the bye week, you know they were in solid contention at the bye week. Their bye week was probably so, four. When the season began, no, no, it, it was later. What they were going to be? I, I think it was later. It, like it was like week eight or nine. Their bye right. week. No, so they had a, Angel. It was it was like week. Oh, no, no, no. Angel, it was up. like week four because of COVID. They. Oh, that's right. They lost, they lost their bye because of COVID. You're right, George. They did. They did. Because they still. went out and they, and they got fucking smoked by New England in the first week of the year. Or second week of the year, whatever the fuck it was. And then, like, week, maybe two weeks later, here comes Tua to save the world. And then, they, you know, that Oakland game, he was shit. He was the drizzling shits. They were like, oh, fuck this. Let's go. Get back in there, Fritz Magic. I agree with you, though. Jimmy, I think there's three quarterbacks this year that everybody's spawning over, including the guy who's at number one, who I've never seen throw the ball over the middle of the field. Um, I have pushed it. George, George. I don't think he loves football. He is George. He is. He is the best quarterback prospect the draft has seen since John Elway. He is a lock to be a superstar. A lock. So I don't. I, there's no. There's no question there. You know, it's just a huge drop off after Trevor Lawrence to the next quarterback. And I personally don't know what the Jets are doing. I have no clue uh, why in the world that they would take this kid from yeah. BYU. Uh, I would have I would have stayed with Sam. I would have you know I didn't think Sam was that bad, and I would have built around try to build around Sam and 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 maybe yeah, trade that Sam. pick for like three or four other picks and and would have done better. But you know they gave up on Sam. They didn't get equal value for Sam, and now they're going to pay the fiddle. No. But I don't like Wilson as the number two player in the draft. Great, everything. So it looks yeah, like, like uh, came in, from, he came in to start on week Alabama, nine. Yeah. He came in week nine, 
No. Against the Rams. Yeah, that was his first. Really? That was the game that they won. Yep, November 1st. They had about a two-week gap, October 18th to November 1st. And November 1st was his first game. Because remember, that's when they won like 28, they won 28 to 7 against the Rams, and he only threw for 92, 93 yards. And that was his first start. Sure, I, 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 think he I had a early. problem with my phone. I, I didn't hear it like the last minute and a half. So uh, I, I heard nothing but, but, but garble. So what, what did you talk about after, two, after you were talking about Sure? He, he was reminding you that the uh, that Tua's first game was against the Tua's first game was against the Rams when they won. Yeah, they won. They beat the Rams. He didn't play well. The Rams, no, he had the Rams, 93 yards. The Rams uh, gave yeah. that game away. They gave that game away. They took it and put it on a platter and said he had to the Miami. That was horrible. It turnovers left right, and right. It was I think it was, at one point it was 28-3. Um, in the second quarter, turn the lights off, you know? Although the Rams were down 28-3 to Buffalo, um, came back and took the lead late and then got screwed by a pass interference play on the next-to-last play of the game and lost that game. They could have, that could have been the, the biggest comeback in the history of uh, the Rams. But so anyway... Uh, What's the, what's the consensus on the uh, on Zach Wilson? You guys like Zach Wilson as a player? Do you think he can do it? Is he worth no. taking that number two? <laughs> Honestly, I haven't seen him play. Jimmy, I'm going to say a name. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm going to say a name. Johnny okay. Manziel. No, he's... he's uh, Zach, uh, Zach, Zach Rosen. Well, here's no, the no, deal. And, okay. and I say those <laughs> names for this reason. Okay, go ahead. I mean, if you're talking about strict talent, I could see your, I could see the comparison. But here's the deal, Here's the difference. Where Menzel, if he stayed on the straight and narrow, who knows? He could have played in the NFL. But his problem was is that he was nuts and he wanted to drink too much. So you don't have to worry about a Mormon doing that. So you know well, he's. <laughs> He's gonna be. He's gonna play this straight now. But here, no, this so is. I, but Jimmy, this is why I say the the two names I said, Manziel and Rosen, right? Right. Here's people who are wealthy outside of football. Their families are wealthy outside of football. If it gets tough, does he just pull the Andrew Luckton and go fuck it? Why the fuck am I doing this? That's the only thing that scares me with him. Okay. The only thing, does he love the game? That's it. That's the only question I have for him. Well, does Zach Wilson to love to the... get another shitty quarterback? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I want I the Jets to know, have I... shitty quarterbacks. I enjoy being the Jets. Okay. <laughs> And and the reason why you enjoy being the Jets? Is there I'm a particular Patriot reason? Fan and I love being the Jets. Well, all right. Well, yeah, because I'm a Patriots fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's funny. I would hope that you like you enjoy winning every game. But I mean, is there something particular that you like being the Jets? 
you know, the funny thing is that's going to happen it's here. It's the Jets. It's Jets fans. <laughs> Sam Darnold's going to be a third-team alternate pro bowler. <laughs> Carolina's going to make the playoffs. <laughs> They're going to win their first game. <laughs> you know, that's what's going to happen with, with, with Sam this year. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's the jetsiest outcome that can happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's going to have success. He's the MVP <laughs> in Carolina. Carolina. Right. He goes toe-to-toe with Brady and beats him twice. Yeah, I can't wait. You know, he goes to a head coach that the Jets should have hired when they hired Gates, uh, with Matt Rule, who loves quarterbacks. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, Teddy Bridgewater had a down season last year, and he threw for, what, 3,000 yards and you know, twice as many touchdowns as interceptions. And that was a down year for a quarterback under Matt Rule. You know, it's like the jetsiest thing that so, will happen. Let's is not forget Sam that Darnold. Joe Brady's there. Like exactly. Yeah, but I'm saying that's a competent organization <laughs> that can take a, a quarterback and put them in the proper. Um, I don't want to say scheme, but put will put them in success, in a chance to succeed. And that is absolutely zero that Sam has had in his career up until today. Because the Jets did him dirty. You know, Gase was horrible. Horrible. They horrible. Get, they, they, they put no weapons. They put no weapons around them under uh, what's his face. Uh, why am I forgetting uh, the GM's name? Joe Douglas. Joe. Uh, Joe Douglas. Thank you. Like, you know, Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas has done nothing, nothing for Sam Darnold. Yeah, he did. He traded him to Carolina. He got that, him out of That here. was a favor. He did, him, he, did him, he, did him, he did a great thing for him. Right. And now, you know, what's, you know the thing that – and I said it before when you asked me how I feel about Zach Wilson. I don't know. You know, they, they always say the success rate or the failure rate of quarterbacks drafted in the first round is somewhere between 50 and 60%. So 50 yep. 60% of quarterbacks drafted in the first round fail. So what gives yep. me any type of confidence that a quarterback that I haven't seen playing in BYU is going to succeed in New York? Oh, he's Pat Mahomes. That's what you hear everybody say. He's Pat Mahomes. Everybody right now, Trey Lance, he's Pat Mahomes. Oh, so now you compare everybody to Pat Mahomes. Look, look how how athletic he is. He's like Pat Mahomes. If you hear everybody, every draft expert, everybody says the same thing now. Everybody's using Pat Mahomes as a standard. And like I said, sixty percent of, of quarterbacks drafted in the first round fail. Yeah, they do. And that's scary to to me and, and if I'm a Jet to fan. But I haven't let's heard go to anything. why they fail. I... Go ahead, George. What were you saying? But, but let's talk about why they fail. They don't fail because they don't have talent. These guys are supremely talented. They fail, they fail because they end up going to Jacksonville, Cleveland. Um, come on, man. Every shitty organization in the league, the Jets. They go to the yeah. same shitty organizations. 
So you keep going to shitty organizations, it's never going to change. Miami. And just like in divorces, yeah, and just like in divorces, it's cheaper to dump her. Because once and, you get the four years, if the guy sucks, fucking keep it. All right, let's get the next guy <coughs> and restart that clock. See, that, that's the only reason why I would agree to trade Sam Darnold. And Jimmy said it before, and I totally agree with you, because, George, you, you know I've been saying this to you for a long time. I'd rather have Sam Darnold, because every draft expert, again, I'll say this again, they all said that if Sam Darnold was coming out in this draft, he'd be the second quarterback taken. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's the, here's the other thing about the, that gets lost in the shuffle about Sam Darnold. You ready for this? Okay. Yep. He's 23 years old. He's still oh, yeah. 23 years old. Yep. He's got his best games are, are ahead of him. And the Jets have now just given up on him, didn't get equal value for him because they have the number two pick and think they're going to get Zach Wilson, who I haven't heard anybody compare him to Mahomes. But I did hear a lot of comparisons between him and Josh Allen. And um, the only thing is that Josh Allen is much, much bigger than, than what Wilson is. But um, I, I personally just don't understand what the Jets are doing. I would have, I, if it was my organization, I would have I kept Sam and I would have drafted Devontae Smith number two and let Sam throw the ball to Devontae Smith to watch the two yep. of them go all over the field. That's what I would have done. Jimmy, but, you know, I, what do Jimmy, I Jimmy, I would have traded out. I would have yep. traded out. Still got Devontae Smith. Get a get a whole smorgasbord of picks. And, you know, it, it was uh, – I was listening to Greeny the other day, and Mel Kuyper was on there, and he said Zach Wilson was a combination of Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Wow. I almost hit it on myself. Okay. Whoa. I almost hit it on myself. Put the brakes on that. Jimmy, I agree with you. Jimmy, I I used to go to the draft. Put the brakes on, you know, combination of Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, okay. Yes. Why don't we sprinkle in a little bit of, uh, and and he's got some Tom Tom Brady Brady. and Johnny Unitas and Joe Montana in there, too. Come on. What is Mel Kuyper saying stuff like that? I, 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 I'm surprised you didn't say uh, – Jimmy, can I tell you, Steve I Jones. used to go to the draft. I used to go to the draft religiously. Every year I used to go. The biggest waste of money on the planet was Mel Kuyper's draft book. And all these morons would buy it. i go, man, this guy's got the best fucking – He's the best snake oil salesman in the history of man. His book sucks. He never got anything right. That guy's a clown. Great hair, though. The best hair in the league. Best hair in the league. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, but but seriously, hey, anybody. I was going to agree. I was listening to Greeny, and you know Greeny is like a religious Jet fan. And, you know, Kuiper, like, he said it a couple times uh, over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, Greeny goes to him, he goes, well, if he's the second-best quarterback, if he was in this draft, why would you trade him? 
And what, right. the, what George says, you're resetting the clock. And you're and you get into the quarterback back on a rookie deal. You know, right, you get the, you get the because, quarterback on this year. You don't have to pay him. Right. You know, because Darnold's million eight million this year. He's eight million this year, and then he goes up to eighteen if you pick up his fifth year option, which you would have to do. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're going to be paying him big money after year five. Uh, no, you it. don't have to. This I, is what I, I'm I saying, get it. Angel. You didn't have to do all that. You pick up this year on the cheap, you pick up next year, and then if, if it didn't work this year, then you trade him. But let's not forget anything about Mel Kiefer. He's the only moron on television last year that said Jordan Love to the Packers was the best pick of the draft. <laughs> wow. What does Jordan Love think about that? And now you know why I haven't watched ESPN. Wow. George, that's priceless. That is. <laughs> say that I want to, say it again. Say it again. All right. Jordan Love Hold on, let me see if I can chat on my year. inner Mel. Hold on, let, let, Angel, let me see if I can chat channel my inner Mel. I love what the Packers did here. Jordan Love's the best pick I could have had. It's the best pick of the draft. Who oh, cares if it pisses off Aaron Rodgers? Good for him. <laughs> <You> fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, Rodgers goes out and wins the MVP. So you know, go figure. And he's yeah. one Without, hell of a Jeopardy host. You know, he's one off. hell of a Jeopardy host. He does a good job on Jeopardy. Yes. And he's a good guest totally on Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays on the Pat McAfee show. Holy shit! Although, although, although the fact he's that Mel Kiper is still employed by ESPN. Yeah, he's one of the few, one of the fortunate ones because they've been cutting uh, salaries left and right. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I would think that it's going to be a very interesting draft, to say the least. I think this is probably the most interesting interesting draft for the last four or five years, and as a Rams fan, you know, we don't have a first-round pick, and I don't care. So, but... Um, you got a hell of a quarterback, uh, though. Got a hell of a quarterback now, that's for sure. Yep. Too bad we didn't have him when we played the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That would have been a totally different beast. And that's right, George. He would have made a difference. He would Stafford would have made a difference in that game because Goff made a doo-doo in his pants that day. He made a big, big doo-doo. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I think of I drop a happened. stinky. <laughs> I, I drop a stinky. Jimmy, let me tell you what I think of Matt Stafford. <laughs> it's going to be a long year for you guys. Oh, you're out of your mind. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have broken back. I don't want to touch him. <laughs> He's, he, 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 he instantaneously, like this, one snap, boom, makes the Rams in my mind, the favorite to win the NFC. And that is uh, better than Tampa Bay. I, I think there's a 44-year-old guy in Tampa that thinks differently. That brought the band back together. <laughs> they they right. won a Super Bowl. 
thrown together. Now they get one year to work together and improve on that. Uh, In a division that's not good. When's, when's no more Drew Brees. When, when's the last time an NFL team repeated? The 2003-2004 New England Patriots. Who was the quarterback of that team? Oh, <laughs> New England repeated? The champ, they, mm-hmm. won, they won back-to-back? Both 3-0-4. Okay, I take it back. I thought it was I thought it was Dallas with the Aikman uh, Urban team. No, okay. and even before then, it was Denver in '97 and '98. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And don't All forget, right. New England and, and went th- to three straight Super Bowls. Should have won three straight. How that worked? Never lost to the fucking Eagles. Well, is, and, and now you're gonna now you're gonna fuel my fire now because you're not gonna start to talk about New England. Of course, the first one they won, they had to cheat to win, but that's besides. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only they person did. that thinks that is you. And, there's only All two right, people so. think that you and Marshall Falk. And Kurt so since we're hitting on, on uh, since we're in New England, do yeah. they trade up for one of these quarterbacks? No. No, I don't think they will either, especially uh, since they've got Cam under contract um, at, on a, well, on Cam, a ball. Cam. they got Cam under contract. They wouldn't have signed Cam if he was bringing it back to be a, a clipboard holder. No way. No. Well, listen, Cam's, Cam can, Cam Cam's can be the new six really is no money. What, what's no, that? Cam's, Cam's, Cam's contract costs them nothing. It's only He's like right. $3 million very, guaranteed. Very it's a cheap contract, $5 yeah. million. Right. So, it's, it's a bargain. No, so Jimmy, Jimmy it's like you, two and a half. If you get a good quarterback, you know, if you get one of these young quarterbacks, you you know, you know, start Newton maybe the first couple of you know games of the season, and then once this kid is ready, you put him in. Because once again, you have no financial obligation really to Cam Newton. You well, have no is, loyalty is, to, what, to really Cam Newton. what transpired. Once, once uh, San Francisco takes uh, Justin Fields number three overall, uh, Jimmy G is going to be Fields? a guy without a home, and uh, I could see New England giving up a, a three and a five to get Jimmy G to come to New England. I could see that. Well, it depends on who I don't San Francisco th- takes. I think it, I don't think they Trey take. Lance. You know, Trey Lance. No. I think needs a year. Mac or two. Jones. Then you don't trade. Jimmy, you don't Mac trade Jones. Jimmy G. I, 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 think they, I think they're taking field. I really do. I think they're taking field. When was the last Alabama quarterback? Here's the reason why I think they're taking field. And I don't know if you guys paid attention to it, but I'll, 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 I'll tell you. All right? On Fields' pro day, okay, they brought mm-hmm. their entire staff to Columbus. They brought... They brought to the point where they had guys who were on their practice squad catching the passes from field. So basically, that wasn't a pro day for everybody else in the NFL. That was basically a conceived workout for the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, it, it, but I want to say that's what it was. They did, well, they did it too as well, but I think. I think a lot of that. I will. I'll be stunned if Shanahan doesn't take field. I'll be stunned. Stunned. Because I, I heard they did. They had uh, the 
the quarterback trainer of Trey Lance, you know, him and Shanahan are close. Shanahan gave him the things to work on, and that's how he did his uh, pro day was based on the stuff that Shanahan said. And basically, San Francisco controlled his pro day as well. So it's, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. And I'm sorry, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, first go, thing Mac, to, Mac, I, I'll, I'll also be stunned if that's the case. If Mac Jones is the pick I, I would as well. over, over fields, I'll be stunned. Because, you know, when they were I, – I I'll be totally stunned if Mac Jones goes from being – uh, but then again, I was stunned when Cleveland took Baker Mayfield one overall. So you know, what do I know when it comes to happening? But but hey, I'll be you know what? To... I'll tell you who. I'll give you a guy that I think New England takes just as a flyer. I love him, Ian Book. Um, hmm. Hmm. He he fits into that Patriot mold. He's got that. He's a little bit older. Right, like he's oh, he's a little bit older, okay, but the kid's a winner. You can see him. You can see Rask. He does. I I can see Rask going there in the second, third round. Who? Who's that? Uh, Trask. No. Two blood so like no. Trask from trap. Who's trap? Trask from from um Florida. Oh Trask. Oh okay. Florida. Trask. Yeah. Oh, I like Trask. I take and a flyer. Bledsoe Bledsoe like Bledsoe had a lot of great years. Not under Belichick, he didn't. <laughs> Belichick hates those guys. Belichick, if you believe Michael Holly, and I have no reason not to, because Michael Holly was the Patriots beat writer, him and Felger, uh, for the Globe and the Herald. Both have said, after that 2001 training camp, Brady won the job. Belichick didn't have the clout yet to tell Kraft, that's my guy, not him. Because Kraft had just paid. Um, what's Bledsoe. Kraft gave Bledsoe a huge contract at that time, that's for sure. Yeah. At that time, but... What, was he the first $100 million quarterback? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and, but I think at that time, too, they didn't know what, uh, what the club chain was going to become. I don't think anybody did. So, you know. I, I think 199 I think worked out did. pretty well. Yeah, he worked out very well. I think they did. You know why I think he did? You know why I think they think they did? Because I think Belichick does so much college scouting and talks to coaches so much. They probably talked to Lloyd Carr and says, what happened? What's the deal here? Like, I've heard Lloyd Carr say, like, nobody came up to me and said, what happened with Tom? And it was really hard to not play Drew Henson, who was like Mr. Football, and every and all the Michigan boosters were horny for him. That's the whole thing that happened there. Yeah, that's true. All you right, know, well, I mean, anyway, boys, I just wanted I just wanted to call in and say hello and wish you the best of luck and hopefully you keep going. Thanks, Jimmy. And um, <laughs> you know, I'm glad I got a chance to talk to you before the draft. 
And I, and I hope That's we can talk too. to each other before the NHL playoff. That'll be interesting. And, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch. But I got some work I got, I got some work I got to get done before I go to bed. So great talking to both right, you. Enjoy, enjoy the draft, and we'll keep in touch, okay? All right, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. All right, take care, Angel. Take care, Georgie. Be well. All right, buddy. Take care. Uh, let, better guess than Louie. Because you didn't get the ah. <laughs> Hague's the best. No, that, you that, know Jimmy that, Hague. That was a great talk. No, I never had. But you know Jimmy Hague, right? No, you know Jimmy no. Hague. No. He's been like a, he's a sports writer in like Hudson County. You know Jimmy Hague. Trust me. The name sounds familiar. You know Jimmy Hague. You know Jim Hague. You know him. Okay. I know so now that I get to. All right, so now that I'm home and my wife hasn't heard, so my wife hasn't heard what happened outside the Prudential Center tonight. To okay, recap, can I tell her my story today. first? No, I'll, I'll show her that story. You're gonna tell him that story on the air. <laughs> uh, you know what? Forget it. I'll tell her that story off the air too, because nobody wants to hear that again. Um, okay, so we've hit the drift. Uh, look. I honestly am at the point where I think Mac Jones goes too. Yes, when is a Alabama quarterback ever gone? When is an Alabama quarterback ever been this good? Since Joe Willie, he's the best Alabama quarterback since Joe Willie, um, because they finally have moved away from you know college football offenses of the past thirty years and you know three downs and a cloud of dust. I would be – I'm telling you, that's one where if he's not three to San, to, to San Francisco, I don't know what – I, I don't know. Like, to me, I don't like Shanahan as a coach. Everybody loves him. I've looked at this guy choke in the biggest games constantly. Every time he's yeah. in the Super Bowl, he chokes. Um. So I, that's a, that's a question for me. Like, all right, so you're going to give him another quarterback? Like, he wanted Jimmy. He wanted Kirk Cousins. You got him, Jimmy. He was Jimmy one pass away well. from winning the Super. Yeah, and and you know what, Jimmy did exactly what you asked him to do. That the uh, the NFC Championship game um, two years ago against Green Bay. Green Bay can't stop the run. Green Bay still can't stop the run. That's why trading drafting. Um, Jordan Love still makes me scratch my head and makes Ty Schmidt It was the best pick of the draft, George. It was the best. You have to watch Ty Schmidt from Pat McAfee just do that whole thing because that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But I – the only way I see New England moving up is that they'd be forced to if does not go three. Like, if Mac Jones is there at 11, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Mac Jones is past the top 10. If they don't get him, right, like, I, I like let, let's look. Let, let, you know, I don't have the draft order in front of me, but let, literally, let's look at who's. All right. Do you want to go down? All right, right like, so... Yeah, like one Trevor Lawrence, right? 
No, no question there. I still don't think that's the right pick. I, I think that's well, another one of those what, what, where sports. That's another one of those you, where sports writers want this pick. Yeah, I, I think Travis Etienne was the best player on that team. But they're wrong. Yeah, but running backs are so devalued. You know, ATM isn't projected to go until mm-hmm. maybe second round, third round, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah, and, and where he'll um, and he'll wind up and he'll he'll wind up going to like Tampa or fame. something, and yeah, of course, and then go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, he'll go to Tampa. Of course, he will. He'll, you just know he's going to Tampa. You can um, have two LSU okay. cor- uh, running backs back to back with Fournette and him. Uh, so no, he, he Lawrence number one. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Uh, Zach Wilson, number two. I think the Jets are going to surprise everybody. I'm telling you, the Jets fans are too horny for this kid. All I see is them taking um, Trey Lance. I I legitimately see that. Like, Jets fans are way too horny for this pick, and Jets fans never get that what they want, and I cannot wait for them to, like, turn in a card with, you know, Kyle Pitts on it or something. Like, I can't wait. But like, it, it's so I, I funny. They, they don't have a quarterback on the roster. They need a quarterback. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they which, mean, quarterback. which to me means, which to me means you're going to draft three. You're going to draft two. You're going to have two young quarterbacks on this roster. That's they what this cannot means. do what Washington did. They're going to. Oh, they're going to. One hundred percent going to. They are going to take two quarterbacks oh, in this draft. What was Cousins? Was he a three or he was a three? I think Cousins was a three. Yeah, they they can't do that. That's that is you know nope. we talked about how they fucked over Sam Darnold. That's fucking over Zach Wilson. Well, can they? Never mind. Well, can it, they fucked up? Can, all right, hold on, Angel. Let's do this. Can I can go back with the Jets on quarterbacks to Chad Pennington and say, look how they fucked him over. Look how they fucked over Mark Sanchez. Look how they fucked over Tebow. Look how they oh. – look at the you shitty know, actually, choice they you know, made in Geno Smith. <laughs> you know, I, Chad Pennington was the last – he was definitely the last good drafted quarterback of this team. Um, oh, Sanchez actually, was. Like, don't get – take this take the butt fumble out. Sanchez was he a first round pick? Exactly. Was he – Yes, was he, the number, he was. Was he, was he number six? I don't know. Yes, he was. Because why? Because for some ungodly reason, everybody fell in love with USD quarterbacks. It took Carson Palmer 20 fucking years to become a good quarterback in the NFL. Right? Like... It, USC quarterback, it's the Pete Carroll effect. Everybody wanted them because they won. Look at fucking Matt Liner. Matt Liner got chances in the NFL because he went to USC. Sam got chances because he went to USC. Look, Sam, Sam's second, Sam's what, junior year, whatever the year, the year he came out. I wouldn't have drafted him too. All these clowns, Kuiper, all all these they all, all, all want these guys to succeed, one. but but let's not forget all these clowns wanted him number. They wanted him high because then they looked good. 
But he wasn't. He, he had a great year with Juju. You know, the Rose Bowl game against Penn State when they decided not to play defense. And, and, and what could have been, what should have been the game that got James Franklin fired. That game was a shootout. They didn't play defense in that game. That game was atrocious. And then what? Sam goes that high. And why does Sam go that high? Because everybody's horny for him. Oh, it's another USC quarterback. Do you want to get drafted in the first round? You go to USC and play quarterback. All you got to do is be decent. And Mel Kuyper fawns over you. Like, he's the guy who's taking money from Lori Lachlan to get their fucking kids into school. <laughs> Next. I was never sold on Sam. I wasn't sold on Sanchez, but Sanchez went to two AFC championship games in his first two years. And then the Jets stopped spending money. Well, I think because they were tapped out. Because remember, what they did for Sam, they, they ended up, you know, signing Spanica to a huge deal. You know, they, they made, like, his offensive line was so super stout. You know, they had to pay everybody. Because hmm? I think four out of five guys on O-line was first-round picks. But that's how you build a team. And that's when you have, if you have a good, and if you have a good organization, you look at guys and go, hey, we can keep the band together, take a little bit less, or take it all, and we don't get keep the band together. Like uh, Terry Bradway, right? Look at the team he put together. For me, you know, like Rex won with Eric Mangini's team. Think about it. Rex won with Eric Mangini's team. Rex didn't win with his, Rex sprinkled in his guys, you know, Bart Scott and whatever. But they weren't like, oh, my God. No, that was the Brickishaw Ferguson was Terry Bradway. Nick Mangold was Terry Bradway. Um, you know, the, 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 they were partially Herm's guys. And why did they get rid of Rex? Because New York, the New York media fell out of love with Rex. Because why? He couldn't get over the Patriot hump. And Woody got rid of Rex because the Giants won the Super Bowl. And God forbid, Woody doesn't make a splash. Oh, his splash was Tim Tebow that Rex didn't want. You can't keep bringing in guys that you're, you know, as, as an organization, you can't keep bringing in guys that your coaches don't want. It just doesn't fucking work. I'm looking at 2009 when he was drafted. I'm trying to see. That was that was, was the Matt, other... that was a Matt Stafford draft. Right. Well, they had no chance at Stafford. No, because he was going to. Josh Freeman was drafted 17, of course. That's the... Trying to see who else is drafted. It wasn't a good what are quarterbacks? Sometimes, sometimes you Pat just White, have to be the best quarterback in it. Pat White should well, have been. That... Pat White. Should, Pat White was ten years too soon. I remember watching Pat White play against Rutgers. Pat White, and like West Virginia, right? Those West Virginia teams. Yeah, those West Virginia teams with McAfee yeah. and Pac-Man Jones and and and. 
Pat White. Those teams were fucking loaded. They were Miami, Mike. I have no idea what my wife's laughing at. Did you show you show her my text? No, it's something happened in the Dodgers Reds game. What happened? Was trying to move away from the ball, so when like hit him or blocked. Oh, the 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 cop in the cop on the foul line and um and um yeah, you got to see it, Angel. It's pretty comical. Um, but no, but like Pat White to me was if Pat White was drafted now, oh my God, Pat White would be the number number one overall pick. You think he'd be Kyler Murray? Better than Kyler. So Pat White, I think, but I think they're they're about the same size. They're short quarterbacks, mobile quarterbacks. No, Pat White was bigger. Pat was White he? was a fucking. Let me go back to him. He was. I think he was a bigger guy. I think he was. Better than Kyler. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Pat White. I'm telling you. You know who else was ten years too soon? Tim Tebow. Nah, dude. Dude, he's six foot one ninety. Really? He just yep. then he looked bigger because he was a fucking animal. Yeah, but Kyler's like three feet tall. He might be you like know, five Tebow. nine. But Tebow to me well, is was ten years too soon for the NFL. The, the thing is, it's the money ball effect. Nobody wants to be. The, this is where. I give the Ravens a ton of credit. They're not afraid to change the way they do things. Right? Like, Belichick went out and got two tight ends, right? Ran the two tight right. ends set with Gronk and Hernandez. What does everybody right. want now? They want big, physical, pass-catching tight ends. Right? Like, you look at the good teams in the NFL. What do they all have? They all have, you know, Kelsey's and, and – yeah, they have great tight ends. And, and not you know, and Belichick is a ball. Yeah, and they're, they're going to wind up paying him too. I can't see them, you know, keeping We're, them past this year. Well, they're going to. See, like, here's the thing. I was going to say this. If Pitts is there, the Giants take him and then trade Ingram. Right, because you're dealing from power strength there. If in the second round... Pat Fryermuth is still available. You draft Pat Fryermuth from Penn State, and you get Baby Gronk. Giant fans rejoice because you got a fucking stud. And then just rejoice because you got a fucking stud at that end. Um. You know, yeah, I'm just looking at this, at the Saquon draft. Yeah, it's like, because you got Sam number three. Now, if I remember correctly, when Buffalo drafted Josh Allen, everybody was saying that they reached. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't even listed this high. But that's because 
they were all. So I think what? Right, because Rosen was rated ahead of uh, Allen. Yeah, well, that's because look Rosen how good went Rosen. to UCLA. But that's UCLA. because you, he went to UCLA. Yeah, you know, it, it all. It, that's what it comes down to. It's like, you know, he goes to uh, what Wyoming. You know, and 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 Josh Allen went to the perfect spot. You know, um, all right, enough draft talk. Like at this point, it's going to happen. We'll talk about it. You know, after it happens, um, I want to hit those NHL TV deals because, wow, wow, and even more so. The NHL had a 10-year deal ready to go with ESPN for the 0405 season. We all know that the 0405 season never happened. ESPN backed out. Ed Snyder and Comcast came in and bailed the league out and gave them the OLN deal. Remember that? Which then became Versus Mm -hmm. and then became NBCSN and whatever. The NHL has done right in the short term. I believe the TV deals per season is three times. What were they saying on Dengel last night, honey? Three or four times what they were in the States? Three or four times what they were in the States. Right? So now that's a big deal. That will take this salary cap that was supposed to be flat next year will actually infuse some cash into it, which will not have teams playing um, salary cap roulette like they are this year. Like Vegas is where they're playing you know, um, where they're putting, you're dressing seven defensemen, 11 skaters every night. Um, All right. Between Canada deals and the U.S. deals, I think the NHL is making close to a billion dollars a year in TV money. And for the NHL, I this is why for the last year I have grit my teeth and admitted how great of a of a, a commissioner Gary Bettman is. Gary has cost certainty for teams. Gary has TV money and and splitting it. This is my this was my problem with the NHL the whole time. Right? Like I said, they, they should have never went to one. They were the first league to go to a single uniform maker, right, with CCM back in 2000, 2001. Great move by them. Everybody followed suit. Um, uh, you know, they were one of the first places to start a ca- uh, catalog. Right, because they saw the, the hockey fans were underserved in, in buying stuff, so they started a cal- catalog with Genesis Direct. 
Ultimately, Genesis Direct became Fanatics. Now you see where they are. And as much as I hate the fact that what, how they got into it with Fanatics, kudos to them, you can actually buy NHL stuff, right? Like for every team in a certain, in the marketplace. Um, the NHL store on, on 6th Avenue, another thing that Gary got, Gary wanted, people were able to go to the store. Um, so kudos to him for that. Gary has done all this, and and finally, you know, here we are 25 years into Gary running the league. Gary now finally has labor peace. You know, like 20 years ago, you would never thought the NHL would be in labor peace. Gary's got labor peace now. Everybody's making everything. I think the players get 49%. You know, there's a little bit of escrow. You know, they hate the escrow. But, hey, it's 49% of, of, of all hockey-related revenue. Um, because they waited longer for the season to start, gave them an opportunity to get fans in most buildings except for Canada. Um, what that has done is there's hockey-related revenue there. Uh, fans are paying more for tickets, obviously, but that's increasing the pie for next year. So it's got to hit a certain threshold before the cap can go up, but they can go into it and say, okay, we're at a point now where everybody's going to have people in the buildings next year or this year, you know, next year it's going to be full buildings. Okay. We'll move the cap up 500,000 million bucks and 500,000, a million bucks. It's a big deal. So kudos to Gary for that. Like, again, like I can't believe I have to actually, Say Gary Bettman's doing a great job. Gary Bettman's doing a tremendous job. I think the only thing that he has in his face right now that is you have to get to figure out what's going to happen is this whole thing with uh, the travel between the U.S. and Canada come playoff time. Well, they still got they still got a month for that. Yeah, but yeah, you know, there's still that, a month uh, for that. And I know, honestly believe if team this is why. So, okay, so this brings up the thing that happened with Robin Leonard last week. I firmly believe when the players were told, if you get the shots, 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 right? If you get the shots, 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 shots. Does Elisa know you got the the stock glasses yet? No, oh, by the way, the order got canceled. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't happened? worry, I'm efforting another pair. I don't know, the guy canceled the order, but I'm efforting another pair. I kind of threw them up on, like, the, the Knights uh, board I'm on, and I'm efforting. Um, what I think happened was I think the – idea behind saying that was okay if we keep if you all get the shots Canada won't be such hard on you know hardos for it well Canada's still being hardos and Canada shut down again and they're not letting anybody do anything because you know that's what happens when you live in a communist country or a socialist country like Canada don't tell them that they're, they're a socialist country um, but 
Canada is shut down again, and Canada told the NHL, look, you're keeping the American teams in bubbles or else you're not coming up here for the playoffs. So guess what? Maybe we'll just pull the Canada teams down here. And you can watch all your revenue that would have been in your Canada. Well, now there come would be no revenue US. in Canada. Well, okay, so here's the other thing that's happening that I found out through somebody who used to be in the NHLPA. The Canadian government is subsidizing the Canadian teams. So the Canadian government's given them all money, basically just paid their salary caps this year. So they gave every team like $100 million. Um, the U.S. government wasn't giving as much. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Very interesting. But kudos to Gary. That's a uh, tremendous haul for them. Oh. And I think TNT is going to help grow the game. Um, what better drama for TNT is there than the Stanley Cup playoffs? Now, who's uh, the commentators? Is it going to be Shaq and Kenny? I hope so. <laughs> I, like, think I Shaq really hope they have, like, I think Charles I would Barkley would be hysterical. Can you imagine uh, Shaq um, and uh, Charles going on skates? No. It's Charles the greatest yeah, thing ever. Um, but look, I, I think what's going to wind up ultimately happening is I think like I think Liam is stuck with NBC. I think Eddie O is stuck with NBC because of the NBC ascent, like the regional NBC deals that they have. I think Keith Jones is stuck there. I've already heard that Pierre is pitching to go to ESPN. ESPN has subsequently said thanks but no thanks, (laughs) which means he'll pivot and go to Turner. Um, Again, I think they'll say thanks but no thanks. I think Pierre is destined to go to Sportsnet. Um, because he just, it's Pierre. Um, you know, I i thought Fox was going to get into it, um, which would then automatically make Kenny the voice of hockey. Um, I've heard ESPN wants to put Don LaGreca, a uh, friend of the show. Um, I, I've heard they want to put him into something. Um, I, I so like be on the lookout Donnie. for that. Love Donnie. Donnie's a great guy. Yeah. Donnie used yeah, to be Don, like, a, definitely... we can't find a guest called Donnie. <laughs> we used to have a rule that it was, um, we could not say he was on the the Michael K show because ESPN wasn't letting people out, but the NHL network was like, fucking take him. <laughs> I want you in for. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think happens there. I, 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 I look at this as a win-win for the NHL. 
it's a win-win for it's a win-win for the states. You know, NBCSN is not in everybody's house. ESPN and TNT no. are. You know, the cross branding that the ESPN is going to have. Um, basically, they had to get into cross branding so they could do the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. The NHL gave their full blessing for that. Um, so yeah, that's, 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 that's it's getting better. Yeah, I, I will say that it. You know, now that they're actually getting into hockey and Gordon's trying to, you know, bang Warlai Gilmore, it's great. Um, yes, I still call her Warlai Gilmore. Give me a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say something here. Yeah. Hey, what, nothing wrong with watching we'll, the Gilmore uh, girl. Okay. Great show. Who are you, my wife? My wife loves the Gilmore girls. Love that show. Well, I was hot. <laughs> and plus, anytime you get to watch Ed Herman work, I mean, come on. It's funny I get to make fun of Yellies, too. Um, or Eli's, or whatever they're called. Um, do you want to touch on baseball? Because you I want to do a rant before. Uh, Vegas plays tomorrow night. Thursday? Vegas doesn't play there. No, that's a draft, and I'll be working. So yeah, we can do it Thursday night. We can do the draft will still. Be yeah, good. we can. Yeah. Yeah, so we can do Thursday, and then. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, so we'll do Thursday night. After mm-hmm. uh, well, the draft will still be going. Oh, work. Because what? It's eight o'clock. Yeah, I think so. I really hope the Jets screw up. Yeah, okay. There is taking well, Wilson will probably be a screw up. Yeah, I, I wish it. I will say know, I, I really, I really do wish it isn't. However, like I said, sixty percent of first round picks taken as a quarterback have failed. But like I said, you, you, you kind of have to extrapolate that out. When, yeah, that's a nice number, but. You know, look at the teams they've gone to. You know, you're and not being, you're not a, you're not a high first round pick going to a team like you're not going to New England, right? Like you weren't going to Dallas. You weren't, you know, like you weren't going to good organizations. And you're, you're going to dumpster it. fires, and you're still going to a dumpster fire. Like, you know, like Trevor Lawrence is going to a dumpster fire. I just want him to know that. You know, um, yeah, no, we can we can do this tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, I, can, I, I can, Well, no, we'll do it Thursday. Sounds good. All right, yeah, we'll do Thursday. Sounds like a plan. All right, man. <laughs> good talking to you. All right, buddy. Yep. So. Uh, All right. For the next show, please make sure you're yelling at another Devil fan. I'll try to go, get off the music quick. I don't think they're playing at home on Thursday night. 
Well, just go pick on somebody in, in uh, Fight a Rock. Just do something like that. It'll <laughs> yeah, be a live on air feed. Wearing... Yeah, feed. All right, man. Hopefully so nobody, will, nobody will almost put me into the friggin' wallet on 78 like they did tonight. Well, stop messing with Carter Hart, and that wouldn't happen. Okay. He was like, he was diagonal going across lanes of traffic, and I was like, moving. Karma. I guess there's more. No, this is a different guy. But that guy, good for him. All right, pal. We'll do this again. Sorry, bud. I'll see you on Thursday. Later. 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 All right, bye.